Welcome to Alphabet Fly, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a person who's, like, real fast, Garrison. Hi, yeah. Hi. Well, sp- speaking of Grant Morrison, I, 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 do, I, I do a little bit of uh, chaos magic stuff similar to, to, to what they talk about, and one of the main things actually is about The Flash. And using the Flash as like an entity to pull from, um, for specific reasons. So, like, actually, I have, I have, I, I'm doing writing right now. So, I, I use Flash comics when writing as like as like a source of power, um, oh. because Flash, same thing with like with all of like the kind of like um, Mercury type stuff. The, the reason why like the reason why Mercury was fast is because they were able to travel and bring messages between people very quickly. So it's like it's like a god of communication, not not necessarily a god of speed. It's that you're able to you're able to transfer knowledge very quickly. Um and writing is the same thing. So like it, it's all in the same practice of, you know, especially for podcasts using information from you know, crossing information from a large distance on the internet. It's all the same stuff. So yeah. I use use a lot of flash stuff to help me to help me write and oh. use use speed as the power of writing. Well, I was I was gonna say uh, that if you're if you're channeling if you're trying to use uh, Barry Allen stuff that you have a lot of chaos there for mostly no reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I so. mean, I mean, I I also pull from. I mean, it's called it's called chaos magic. I have a chaos star, so it's, yeah. it's all. I'm 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 okay with a little bit of chaos. Oh no, I just I just very much dislike Barry Allen because every single time Wally okay, West he, is by far the superior Flash. No, no, absolutely. Ob- okay, so okay, Wally West is a superior superior Flash, but let me say Bart Allen. Bart <laughs> Allen's fine. I just, I just Bart. I don't know. Bart Bart Allen is always he's always a bit more whiny um, no, to I, me. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Bart, Bart's like. Why am I keep messing with the time by going back? And, I don't know. I I find Bart Bart Allen in Teen Titans is like one of my least favorite characters. Bart Allen's great in Young Justice, uh, the TV show, but Bart oh, Allen in the comics is I think I, is a little bit boring. I disagree with you. Wow, like a lot. Wow, Bart Allen. Bart Allen is like my boy. I I have an old Bart Allen comic. I can't find it buried. But uh, but speaking of, we are talking about someone who has a need for speed. Oh, good. Uh, but I do want to uh, say, because you are a new voice, I have not had you on before, if you could introduce yourself and what you do before we get started, just so people know who you are. Yeah, my name is Garrison Davis. I am a conflict journalist, investigative reporter, and I guess now podcaster. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, start, I uh, do conflict reporting around like protests and resistance movements. I do investigative reporting around um far right um organizing and white supremacy so looking into those groups and exposing you know nazis and stuff um and then i also work for cool zone media and the podcast behind the bastards um yeah. that you writing for yeah it's uh yeah you should listen well you should listen to behind the bastards anyway because i talk about it all the time but <laughs> uh, but yeah you should definitely listen to uh at the time of recording garrison hosted an episode that they wrote 
on a- on Action Park, which is Park. which is both both the most libertarian and also aggressively American thing. Absolutely. Uh, and it's like real good. Uh, you should listen to that and also other episodes of Behind the Bastards. Uh, especially all the be- ones about hurting babies. And a lot. Ways. A lot of them are about hurting babies. <laughs> There's so many dead babies. There's a lot of dead babies on that podcast. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you should at least listen to Steven Seagal one because he's a piece of piece of crap. But, Th- that one. But yeah. That one is also pretty good. Who has a direct tie to Steve? Uh, to, no, not. Uh, Joe Apiro. Oh, Opi- he is a Opi- I can't say his last name. Arpaio. Joe Opiro. But yeah. I can't say it either. You, you 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 messed me up now. Now I can't say it. Whatever. The 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 one that sung my way really badly. Yeah. 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 Steven Seagal has connections to so many people. It's very bizarre. Yeah, including Putin. And <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> is Steve is Steven Seagal like the Kevin Bacon like six degrees person to like all the bad people? Th- that that is that is our working theory. Uh, okay, is that Kevin? Is that is that Steve Seagal is like is like the center of the thing because he has connections to every you know on like on like our like yarn board. Steven Seagal's in the middle, and he is he is always a few connections away from everybody. Yeah, yeah. Mm, well, who uh, but you know, okay, who, look, who out, would Steven, look out for new Steven Seagal lore. I guess who would who would Steven Seagal play if he was gonna be a Marvel character? Oh, well, it'd have to be a piece of crap, obviously. Probably. Um, Ultraman. Is there, Ultraman? I was thinking if there's any, like, Daredevil villains who are really bad. Oh, well, there's a play. lot of them, but no. Um, if he was going to be playing, uh, why I'm thinking Ultraman specifically is Ultraman has, like, a lot of powers and is, okay. like, cool, but you can scare him away with just a tiny flame. That is pretty good. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm thinking if we can use Steven Seagal's dumb martial arts history... Oh, the to owl. play some like just play some martial arts villain or something. Oh, martial arts villain. Oh man, there's so many. Okay, I know. They, okay, if if ooh, well, if this was the eight, wait, he he does does he do yellow face? I he he feels like he does. Okay, because if he does yellow face, <laughs> he could be Fat Cobra. I'm not I'm not sure he actually has done it, but he has the whole vibe. Like he's yellow face just as a person. Like he he, yeah. he, he doesn't need to do the actual yellow face. He just does it. I mean, and even even in the MCU, they've cast white actors to play Asian people, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I'd say I'd say like if he was if he'd be Fat Cobra. Sure. Yeah. It's just just like a big dude who does. He's like tough, but and does actually Fat Cobra's like really nice. I actually like Fat Cobra. He's pretty cool. Oh man. I don't know. Yeah. I have to think of it. Uh, because like all the all the bad people that I think are bad are actually technically good guys that people sure. just misinterpret. Because like uh-huh. like Mister Fantastic, he's the worst. So is Car- Charles Xavier. Interesting. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. But uh. But we are talking about someone who is like real fast. Um. Do you know in the character called Runner? No. What do you think the Runner is? I think they run probably slower than like. Slower than like other speedsters, but I'm sure they. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's quick. Well, okay. I, I have a black and white. Ro- the black and white version of the Ohuatmu, but uh, this is what they look like. Oh wow! Oh my! Yeah. Um. Okay. They're 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 like a uh, what some would call a twink. Um. Ma- uh, and, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Okay. An odd. A, no, twunk. Mm, a twunk. A twunk. No, he's a twunk. No, yeah, yeah he's a twunk. 
Um, all all he's wearing is a loincloth to cover a his very dangus. small loin, very small loincloth. Yeah, and uh, which I'm know, sure like flaps when you're running. Oh I, no, yeah, it flaps all over the place. Uh, <laughs> he's but but um, he also has golden skin. He's just covered in gold. Oh, okay, all right. Some would call him a golden. Go- he's not a golden god, but but yeah. Uh, so. When you say he runs fast, that may be the whole reason he's still alive. Okay. So, we'll get to it, but uh, his real name is unrevealed. Cool. And as, one of those uh, people. Yeah, occupied. His occupation is traveler and explorer, which makes, makes sense. Because sure. the whole, if your whole thing is running, what are you going to do? Um, and, and, and the loincloth is a pretty versatile thing. Yeah. Uh, the human, the, the most of the Earth population is unaware of runner's existence no okay. legal status Good no for him. no other uh known uh aliases birthplace right. unrevealed marital status unrevealed presumably single okay i mean with that with with that loincloth he could be quite a player he could be but he could also be real unsettling maybe i, I don't, don't know. know it depends depends what you're into yeah uh Known relatives, none, and he's part of the Elders of the Universe. Do you know anything about the Elders of the Universe? No. Okay. Basically, they were born, like, around the Big Bang. Like, they're, like, some of the oldest, like, creatures. That's why they're called the Elders of the Universe. Yeah, I, 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 can, yeah. I can guess that, yeah. Yeah. Um, all of them have powers because they are really fixated on one thing. Like, the Collector collects okay. things. The collects things. Yeah. yeah, like the gardener gardens. Yep, the runner just runs. That's he it. Just enjoys he has powers running. because he runs. <laughs> okay. So so yeah, and he's also like immeasurably old. Um. So he's so he's more like he has like more mystical type powers then. Mm. Or or like it's not maybe maybe mystical is the wrong word. He's not like he's not he, he he's he's not like a product of science the same way a lot of other Marvel heroes are. No, he's not a product. Uh, no, he's like he's like well like. What people who say like ADHD is a superpower thing? Yeah, hyperfixation is. Yeah, that I have. Yeah. I have that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's that's no. I also have ADHD real bad, and I'm hyper focused on making podcasts. So it's real. <laughs> it's, it's real time consuming. I wish it was something easier. Uh, but yeah, he first showed up in the new. Uh, well, the Defenders. Issue okay. number 143 in May 1985. Another runner. And I didn't I didn't know the defenders went, went back that far. Oh, okay. So secretly, the defenders and the Thunderbolts are some of the longest running, like continuous Marvel comics. Interesting. And no one talks about it. No, yeah, not really. Yeah, but they're but they're they're not only have they run a long time, but they are consistently good. So like but yeah. Uh, but the uh, cover is, I think, a pretty good one. You have three of the O five, the X Men O five. You have Beast, uh, Beast, Iceman, and what word I'm trying to say? Uh, Angel. Um, and you had then you have Gargoyle with a blast behind them, with Moon Dragon blasting something. Yep. And it's, I think, a pretty good dynamic cover. Yeah, I, I've always been bad at judging covers, honestly. Uh, normally, I, I see, like... The, the, the cover's pretty good because it does... Half of it's, like, very bright, half of it's very dark. Yeah. That is that is that is pretty good. It also has... 
Does it have just black Spider-Man in the bottom corner? Yeah, so, um, what's with that? So, that's where the, uh, UCP code would be. Oh, yeah, God. So, okay, okay, okay. So, whenever they release, like, covers that would have, uh, like, it has a picture there instead, because, like... Got it. You know... I don't know. They just have, and I like the cover. And I like the. I ca- I can't. I can't find the comics code authority stamp either. Was this one uh, unauthorized? This is, af- this is a little bit after. This is in eighty eighty five. So, but DC kept putting that sticker on there until like New Fifty Two. Yeah, it, they I, kept like, it on forever. So Marvel kind of was just like, nah. I know, quick. which is great. <laughs> no, yeah, it's good because they, yeah. Um, but yeah, they stopped doing it, I think, sometime in the late 70s, I want to yeah. say. Um, okay. Because basically huh. they wanted, because basically they're already flaunting it because of Daredevil and all the yeah. other grittier stories. And also they wanted to do drug stories with Spider-Man. So, yeah, I, I know the history of that. It's just like, and the Comics Code Authority lost its power, but DC just kept putting the symbol on, even though it didn't mean anything. Up until like the mid two thousand, they were still just putting it on. I have no, I have no idea on the DC side. That's that's weird, huh? Yeah, but uh, so uh, like his fellow uh, elders of the universe, the Runner is one of the universe's oldest living beings. Okay, he's been alive for roughly five point five billion years. Wh- okay, cool. Uh, he's a member of one of the sentient races that became into being under the Big Bang. The blah 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 blah. Um. And uh, the, basically, he devotes his entire existence to see the universe, what it has to offer. And he spends like his life like exploring it. Like, that's all he does, which honestly sounds pretty cool. How does he run in space? You know, uh-huh. he just runs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he just okay. runs, you know? Cool. That's the thing, you know? <laughs> well, why, are you a- why are you asking questions, you know? <laughs> <laughs> why does the sun rise in the morning? Uh, all right all right <laughs> uh, so the runner is known for his ability to run throughout the uh-huh. cosmos faster than anything any conceivable uh other than anything conceivable without tiring his speed and endurance okay. made him indispensable to the elders recent plan to defeat the silver surfer as a first step of their grand plan to kill galactus Okay, so he he can run faster than the Silver Surfer. Yeah, and exactly. just and just do, and just doesn't get tired. Yeah, uh, the only non mis oh yeah, basically Galactus is the only non mystical being. I guess they are mystical. Um, that they're the only non mystical being that uh is older than them because okay. uh, Galactus came from the previous universe. Yeah, all right. Um, he was like one of the first things in this universe. I think Ego, the Living Planet was i think second or third and uh recently noel the noel the, the the black king or the symbiote god or the living darkness um but yeah okay the elders maintain that if they destroy galactus the living embodiment of balance between the existence and non-existence the destruction of that balance would bring about the end of the present universe and the new universe would arise, which the elders could reign supreme. Interesting. So basically was, what rich people want to do. Who, who invented this lore? Who was the guy that did this specific lore? Um, I don't know who did this exact one. Give me one moment. It depends on when the elders of the universe first started. Give me one moment. Yeah. I want to, this feels like a Roy Thomas thing, but 
um, it would be hard for me to say. Well, apparently the elders of the universe first showed up in... Well, the collector first showed up, the very first, uh, uh, in May 1966 in the Avengers. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure when this timeline started. I stayed away from cosmic stuff for a very long time because okay. it was weird and confusing. And it turns it out yeah. I was just trying to read Roy Thomas and uh, Jim Sterling stuff and I read other stuff and it was okay. <laughs> so, no, no, it was okay. Jim Sterling. Mostly, yeah, yeah, it got like real inscrutable there for a little bit. Now I'm now I can like mess with it like real easily just because I know a lot in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I have a lot more tolerance for it. But but yeah, yeah, the collector was the first one that showed up. I don't know when they started doing Elders of the Universe stuff though. Um, yeah, I don't have a good answer for you. I wish I did. Yeah, it doesn't. It seems like that would require yeah. more more research to uncover this mystery. Uh, yeah, I would have to probably read through some stuff I haven't looked at uh, ever. Um, but yeah, so uh, during this battle with the Silver Surfer, the runner speed outmatched the sil- uh, Surfer's so that he could easily snatch the Surfer's board out from under uh, under him. Although the Silver Surfer mentally controlled the board to return, the climax of battle occurred on the same self board. And the runner's power defeated the Silver Surfer's co- power cosmic, uh, leaving him nearly dead. And, he, sure, and uh, he surely would have died if not for the swift intervention of the Celestial Madonna, Mantis, a.k.a. Steve Englehart's uh, fetish uh, person. Fun. Yeah. Uh, did you know Sting- Steve Englehart, good writer for the most part, created Mantis? I did not. And then made the same character over at DC. What what's the character at DC? I it's I forget exactly it I forget exactly what they're called in it. Okay, but um, it was around it was I know it was around the time he made a uh, big Barda and Superman. Yeah, make make a sex tape by a person named Sleaze. It was a new <laughs> a new god. Huh. Yeah, it was around that time. Okay, yeah, Steve Englehart was into things. I guess. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, the whole Mantis thing, uh, the whole Mantis thing was, like, real gross. It was, like, a really gross fetishy thing, and, uh, yeah. Not a big fan. Although I wrote some good, uh, good, good horror comics, so, you know? Uh, later, when the Elders realized that the Surfer's still alive, they forced him to give them the sixth and final Soul Gem, where, uh, which were objects of power that they wanted. This was a little bit before they did the whole, um, Affinity gems. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of them are soul gems, quote unquote, but they, they turned into something different later. Um, using the gems, the elders caused six planets to drain power from Galactus that he himself drained from other worlds. Galactus began to dissipate, but the surfer intervened, reflecting back the energy draining beam used against Galactus. Surfer then had Galactus herald nova to cause a six planet suns to go nova as a result a black hole was created then its tremendous power uh gravitational uh forces pulled three of the elders into it so there's some there's some there's some pretty high level players here yeah yeah all the all the people are talking about are like some of the strongest beings in the universe <laughs> no which is also one of the reasons why i never really got into cosmic level stuff until later because i'm just like we're working with too much power here, and I don't really 
conceptually get this on a human level. Yeah, I mean, it it can't have a more of a disconnect. But if you kind of if you if you embrace the absurdity, it can become a lot of fun. Yeah, that's that's what happens later in life. Earlier, I'm just like, I don't know. I just want to read about the thing being sad. <laughs> I understand being sad. <laughs> Sometimes big, strong people are sad too. Um, but uh, uh, as a punishment for their trans- transgressions against him. Galactus devoured the remaining elders, including the runner, but due to a bargain with the elder called the Grandmaster, uh, who made a bargain with Antinona's death, none of the elders could actually die. The reason why they've been alive for five billion years is because they can't die. So they, 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 they just have no mechanism that allows them to, to, to perish. Yeah, you can hurt them all you want, but they can't die, which is, right. uh, you know, good deal to make. So didn't they, the collector didn't the collector die in the MCU? Did they? I did. No. I, I have I haven't watched enough of the MCU to remember. No. Xandar got destroyed. I don't think he died though. Okay. I don't think he died. Yeah. I I'm not I'm not 100% sure, but, but yeah. Okay. It's, he he got defeated, but it's unclear if he died. So probably not. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. Um Although, although Ego did die. Yeah. And but, Ego is considered an elder in the comic. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, Ego Ego's died, like, I think three or four times already in the comics, so, you know, they get better. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't really, uh, yeah. I think if whatever, if anything makes a good story, then it's fine. Yeah. Um, so, bu- 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 so they waited inside of Galactus, according to the Grandmaster's plan to destroy him from inside out, but he was weak. While he was weakening during a battle with the cosmic entity known as the Inbetweener, uh, and that entity's magic universe, uh, but however, the Inbetweener realized that Galactus was a force of balance like himself, therefore, it could not be destroyed. The Inbetweener compelled Death to stay the three elders who crossed his universe in order, uh, order and chaos, the master of that realm, drove the one runner and his compatriots from the body of Galactus, then they returned him to his native uh dimension after a fierce uh, rematch with galactus and the in-betweener the runner and the other remaining elders use the soul gems that they now possess to explode through hyperspace to ex- to escape galactus's wrath i mean that's a cool way to escape something exploding through hyperverse um uh Reappearing on the side of uh, of the universe, the runner let the others do what he does best. Now he's now exploring the other side of the universe, covering distances at greater speeds than he ever imagined with the help of his soul gem. His exact whereabouts is and activities are unknown. So hmm. he's just running around on another side of the universe. I, I would love to see the image of him just running through space. I think it does that does seem very funny. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. That is that is less funny. I was thinking just like a casual jog through space, and he's just he's 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 just like zooming. Yeah, I mean he's going he's going fast. He is going very fast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's six four. We don't know how much he weighs. He has gold eyes and gold hair. If he's all gold, he probably weighs a ton. Yeah, gold is pretty heavy. Um, he is a class one hundred person, so that means he can lift a hundred tons. Cool. Also, he has gold skin. Which is flexible, cool. um, and basically the only reason why he's still alive is because he just like really he runs and keeps on going. 
Um, he can run faster than light. All right, so he's one of he's one of those types of speedsters. Yeah, he can where he can enter on into hyperspace. Okay. Ooh. Um, and he also does he also does like what all the other elders do. They have cosmic energy that they can like you know blast and reshape yeah, things yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. It's a little different than the power cosmic, but like for the most part, it's what like all of these people have. Um, it's to be honest, a little boring for me. Yeah, I mean, but. I feel like it could be handled well in the hands of a writer who really likes the concept, but is probably just gonna be brushed. It's probably mostly must just be brushed aside. Brushed aside. Yeah, I mean, I've seen I've seen good come out of it and everything. It's just like you have to like I don't I don't think if you told me that this character was like in a comic. I would be like one hundred percent, like yeah. No, yeah, it is. It it is hard to relate to a character like that. It it takes a lot yeah. of work, and it needs to. It's very dependent on the environment that they're in. Yeah, and and I'll I, and I do know I'm a hypocrite because I love Franklin Richards, who is a universal uh, reality manipulator. I understand that. I understand. I'm a hypocrite, but also, you know, he's a cool kid. Like, look at that dude. He's a cool kid. But but yeah. Um. Yeah, that's it. Uh, what do you have to plug? Well, uh, if you want to follow my journalism, I guess you can look at me on Twitter at HungryBowtie, um, and you can follow my audio work um, at CoolZone Media, either either on uh, It Could Happen Here, the podcast, or Behind the Bastards. Okay. Uh, well, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in somewhat lurid ways. I also have another... Uh, I also have... I also have multiple ways you can support me. You can either support me monetarily through uh, patreon.com slash alphabetflight, or you can go to uh, at alphabetflight on Twitter and Instagram to share or, you know, look at the people we're to share the links or look at the people that we're talking about. Um, if and you can also uh, I hate doing outros. Uh, you can also uh, just you know, give us a rating on your podcatcher of choice so the algorithm gods know that I am worth listening to. Uh, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Conchu protect you through all of your night's travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.